You're listening to the Fubba Lead Podcast. With Timothy Martin and Connor Bunn. Welcome, everybody. It's episode 12 of the Fubba Lead Podcast. I'm Connor Bunn, along with my co-host, Timothy Martin. Before we get started here, I just want to take a quick second to plug our social media handles, since I never get to do that. Oh, great. So you can follow us on Twitter at ForTheLead, on Instagram at ForTheLead, and you can email us at ForTheLead at gmail.com, and we even have our own merch store. Uh, so you can find that at shop.spreadshirt.com slash ForTheLead, wear your favorite merch to a race. Timothy, take it away, my friend. Oh, man, this is a huge Daytona 500 post-race show. Oh, pinch me if we've ever said this is going to be a huge show. This, <laughs> this is a huge show. It is a huge show. We are back from Florida. Back from sunny Florida, wasn't sunny the whole trip. There were some problems along the way, which yeah. we'll go into detail. But what a Daytona 500 to kick off the season. Great, great Daytona I mean, 500. I mean, we wanted the race to end at night. Yep. It ended at night. We wanted there to be a red flag. A lot of red flags. A lot of red flags. We wanted there to be a big wreck. There was a big wreck. But there wasn't a car in the stands. And there wasn't an 18 car in victory lane. Oh, yeah. Connor was so close, but we'll get into oh, all yeah. that we'll, later. We'll, we, we will get into all that. But, I mean, we, we really got to rewind and kind of take you with us as we went down to Daytona. And if you were following along on Instagram, you could see the story uh, as we drove down there on, what was it, Friday? Friday morning. Friday morning. We left at like 530. Around then, yeah. Um, and... Uh, I guess things were okay until, what, what Greensboro, or, or was it before Greensboro? Um, uh, I, I want to say it was, like, right or, yeah, right around Greensboro. Uh, you know, Connor started to have some problems with some other drivers. Uh, what happened? So, we're on the way down, and uh, Timothy and I were laughing about something, and uh, out of nowhere, this car comes flying past my right side and then just cuts across the nose of the car. Nearly hit the front of the car. Nearly hit the front of the car. Yeah, I mean, nearly he, took the whole front fender off. I mean, he was a quarter inch away from hitting us. So there's nothing more, like, there's nothing more, I guess. Well, nerve-wracking. It gets your heart rate going. Yeah, yeah. and Adrenaline flowing. Yeah, nothing pisses me off more than, like, a terrible driver. So he does that. And, you know, you make that move on the interstate. And I know if I personally want to make that move, I would, you know, expect to get the middle finger, expect, expect someone to be pissed off. So he, like, he cuts across the nose of the car, pulls forward. I already have the window down. So I just shoot him the bird out the window. <laughs> And this dude brake checks us Bra- not was, once, yeah, not but one. twice at 70 mile right, an hour exactly. with cars behind I me. I thought we were going to hit him. Uh, your brakes locked up. And then you would be dead. And then I would be dead you and responsible dead. for it. Me? Me? So that that was the that was just starting our crazy. But I got a picture of his car, you know, so I put that out on the story, too. That's yeah. on the story. So if you go back and look on our Instagram page and you go down to Daytona 500, the little circle under our profile and all that. You can you can watch the story and you can do the whole thing. Yeah, I'm so mad. I can't even remember what he was driving. It, it was, was a Ford. A Ford. Yeah, it was like a Ford, um, like one of those mini Ford SUVs, like an Equinox like, type thing. No, kind of like a what are they? I don't know what they're called. Fusion? No, not Fusion. No, I can't remember. I don't know. So Anyways. that happened, and, and then, then and then then you know, there were some other bad drivers. I mean, there were bad drivers all the way down. Yeah, it seemed like. Yeah. But then we got to Savannah. And, you know, we really hadn't made any stops. We were actually making great time. We were going to be there probably like, what, 3 o'clock maybe? Because our hotel um, was in Jacksonville. Yeah, so we were, we were shooting around like 3, 3.30. Yeah. So, you know, it was an eight. It was going to be about an eight-hour drive, eight-and-a-half-hour drive. We stopped in uh, Savannah to get lunch at Zaxby's. So we had lunch. Everything's 
Everything's great. <laughs> Everything's great. Everything's great. Can't wait to get to Daytona. <laughs> Can't wait to get to Daytona. <laughs> so then we're back in the car. I'm driving. Connor slept for the next hour and a half. Yeah. Got my cat nap in. And then I start reaching around the car looking for something. And I'm like, where's my wallet? The one thing you don't want to lose. Right, exactly. Especially on a road trip. Exactly. Where the hell is my wallet? I'm looking in the console. I'm looking in the floor. I'm looking everywhere. Connor's awake by now. He's looking all over. I ended up just pulling the car off the side of the interstate, searched the whole car for my wallet, and there is no wallet in the car. With all this money in the wallet, it's gone. (laughs) Without a trace. And so then I said, damn it, I bet I left that wallet at Zaxby's. Connor's like, no, you didn't. There was nothing on the table when you left. There wasn't anything on the table. And I'll be honest, I thought Connor had my wallet. Yeah, he accused me of having his I wallet. I thought that it was going to be one of those epic pranks where, you know, he's like, oh, is this what you were looking for? But that didn't happen. Because Timothy doesn't get pranked. Timothy's the prankster. For any of you listeners who are from Roanoke, you remember Olympics, Winter Olympics 2026? Yeah, that man is that man. Me? Was, yeah, yeah, you. That man is behind that. That was me. April Fool's prank. But anyways, continue on. So then I, I said I left my wallet at that Zaxby's, and then I was like, you know what? I left it right. I didn't have my wallet on the table. I set it down in the seat beside me. So we were an hour and a half away from Zaxby's. We were like forty miles from the hotel in Jacksonville. And I had to figure out what Zaxby's we even ate at. Because there was no trace of where we were. Right. I I had thrown the receipt away in the store. I had no number. So I had to, like, go on the GPS on my phone and, like, look at all the Zaxby's. And luckily, the first one that I called, they were like, does your wallet have an ID in it? I was like, yes, it does. (laughs) What is your name? Timothy Martin. And they had my wallet. They had my wallet. But then we got to turn around and drive 90 miles back in the other direction. Dreadful Savannah, Georgia, where it didn't smell the best either. We drove through, like, swamplands. Oh, yeah. So that was that was fun. Then we got to Jacksonville. The hotel was nice, although valet parking was, like, an hour. I mean, it, it was like wrapped around inside. the building. But the hotel was nice. The hotel, yeah, it was nice. But, they had yeah, they had some big event going on there when we got there, and it was just It seemed like they had a weird event every day. So they... I don't know what event they had there the first night, but the second night was like rodeo. Yeah, they that's like a, right. There were all these cowboys walking we around. We get up at like 5.30 in the morning on Sunday to go to the race, and there was like all these cowboys in the lobby, and we were like, what's going on right. here? So we got there. We got all settled, and then we went to eat because Connor had been raving uh, about, you know, I guess he, Connor vacated, what you, vacation in Jacksonville like, like six years ago? Six years ago, and you went to, what is it, Joe's Crab Shack? Joe's Crab Shack, So yeah. we went to that same, I'd never been there, and I love seafood, so I wanted some peel and eat shrimp. So we went to Joe's Crab Shack, which is right beside a hotel. Connor was having all this nostalgia. Oh, my God, I stayed at this hotel next to Joe's Crab Shack. Let me get a picture of this hotel. Here, stand here. Take a picture of me in front of the hotel. It's that's like, not how that Oh, went. my gosh, it's a hotel that's on the not, beach that you stayed at one time. That's Give not that, me a break. I, I took a picture we of the hotel. We sat ho- right there in Joe's Crab Shack when we were here last time. I took a picture of Joe's of the hotel and sent it to my grandfather, who I went on vacation with, and... Yeah, that was it. It was no, hey, take a picture of me in front of this hotel. I'm not that extra. And so, you know, I, I had pill and eat shrimp. It was great. Yeah, pill and eat shrimp. And you had, good. what did you have? It looked like a pile of puke. <laughs> no no pun intended. No pun intended. It was crab nachos. Crab nachos. Mm. And so Connor was like, here, try one of these. I'm like, I'm not eating that crap. That looks disgusting. So then you, like, gave me a hard time because I wouldn't try the nachos. Yeah. 
So then we leave there, and we had plans the next day to go to the beach, mm-hmm. but we left there because we had a, a score to settle. Yeah, there was very we had much a scores huge to score to settle at the go kart track. That was the elephant in the room the whole way, the whole trip down. That we had something to settle. It was yeah. it was more or less a business trip. Yeah, right. So we had we went to the go kart track, indoor go kart tra- track in Jacksonville. These are electronic go karts. The best go kart track we've been to. Yeah. Well, the first track was. I didn't like the second track. We raced two tracks, raced two races, and it was going to be you know Connor and I were tied in go kart races, so it was going to be whoever won got the championship. Which I'm sitting here now with a WWE. I would I would say like damn near live, real life replica. So. I think they're a little bit heavier. Is that real metal on there? Or is that plastic? Little, feel it. You haven't picked it up yet. Feels pretty real, don't it? Wow. Yeah, I remember. Wow. I can't remember how much Cole and I bought this for, but we're sitting in here with a World Wrestling Entertainment Intercontinental Championship belt. Just a you know. Anyways. Well, let me just say that say this too, for people that are listening. We got a big show. We're going to get to the Daytona 500. We're going to get to all that. We're also going to get to my one-on-one interview with Dale Jr., which minutes. is coming up on this podcast. So stay tuned for that. But we got to get through this 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 trip, which was wild. So we get to the go-kart track. And these go-karts are different because the ones we'd raced before were motor. Yeah, they're gas-powered. The, this one electric. was electric. Yeah. So these people like Teslas. that are running the go-kart track, they can slow you down and speed you up. Because yeah. we started, and then they pushed a button about two laps after we started, and then you went faster. Yeah, because we started, yeah. and I was like, are we going this I know. slow? And, right. then, and then like it was like, yeah, and then <laughs> They push a button, and you take off. Yeah. So I passed you. Did I know I started? You started right behind. We started dead last. Oh, that's right. I was going to let you start first. Yeah. I passed you. Yeah. And then there was a wreck or something happened where they slowed the cars down. Big junk. And then you passed me because of that. Yeah. And so you. But I let you pass. I let you buy when they. When they let a screen, did again. you? Yeah, and then you got tangled up with that one guy who was breaking three feet before, oh, and that's yeah. how I passed you. And so Connor passed me, yeah. and then Connor got into some. Uh, I look over, and he's some guy in front of Connor. Connor's rear-ending some guy, and he's throwing his hands up in the air. Keeps throwing his hands up in the air. I was ready to fight the guy when, <laughs> I, when we got. So out. the first race, Connor won, and then I, I'm back there. I get out, and Connor and this guy are like standing chest to chest to each other. Stand off. Like, what, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. I was going to be like uh, Donnie Allison. <laughs> Uh, or, or was it Donnie that came in with Bobby? I was going to be like Donnie Allison that came in and, <laughs> throw the, and then ended up getting into the fight with the guy. Well, what happened with that was this guy was, you could tell that he was a in very inexperienced go-kart racer. So he, there were a lot on that track, Yeah, both the tracks. He was breaking like three feet before the turn, and he was just getting drilled in the back. Yeah, they, these people don't know how to take the turns. He I was, mean, you got to slide that thing. What is it, drift it? you got to drift yeah. the turns. Yeah, because that's the fast way around. So he was breaking three feet b- before the turn. So, like, the first two times I hit him, I'm like, okay, well, he's going to let me by eventually. Like, he's not going to, like, want me hitting him. And then he just, like, for a whole lap just kept, like, doing that. And then it was, like, one of the turns, one of, like, the eight, and I hit him from behind. He just got pissed off. So he threw his hands up. So he slowed us down, and it, like, he, like, moved his cart to the side. And it, the second they moved his cart to the side, they hit us green again, and everybody went by him. Um, so after the race, he was pretty mad about that. and he was mad about something else he was more mad at the cart guy the guy controlling it but i just want to be there just to snoop and eavesdrop but so then we get then we get into oh i had the fastest lap that race too so that was good for you congratulations yeah. champ i had the fastest lap the next race and yeah, you i did. was like seventeen thousand out of one million seven hundred and sixteen thousand people that had raced that so. well let's get to the the second race. What, what happened? Second race track was a little bit shorter. We were one of four people running on that track. In These the other last... two people were running half speed. We lapped them like 20 times. Yeah. Because you, you ran 15-minute races. 
and I had the lead. I was it cruising was a, it was away. It was a tight with it. battle between you and I. No, I mean, you weren't cruising away. I was cruising away from it, and then I got tangled up in these people. They were going so slow. So Connor comes up behind me and literally hooks me straight into the car. It was like the Earnhardt Schrader crash because I turned and that other car hit me as we both went into the wall. Folks. And then I, he drove by. When no, I don't s- say folks. You screwed me over. No, I was confessing my screw over. I When I say I right-handed this man, I right-handed him so hard, it I blinked and I didn't see him anymore. Like... <laughs> He went across my nose so fast, and I don't know if he hit the girl beside me. I don't or know I hit her. I don't know. Or I hit somebody. <laughs> I don't know. And Timothy has a bad habit of getting scuffles with like right, chicks I do. on the go. Yeah, I do. So I don't know what he hit, but as I went by, man, I was laughing so. And we hard. had helmets on and these masks under the helmets. Yeah, we'll too. get to that too. So I was laughing so hard. So they let us green again, and. Um, and so well, I just ended up driving away with that. But after the race, we pull in uh, the pits, and I take off my helmet, and I go to take off uh, the little head sock or whatever that they give you, and I have my ears pierced. So I took it off and yanked at it, and I felt it yank, and it ripped the back off one of my earrings off. And uh, it was, like, on the ground somewhere. I'm kind of, like, freaking out. I'm like, ah, I need the back to this. So me and a couple other, like, track employees are, like, looking around for it. And think, Connor's and Connor's and, Connor's in major panic mode at this point. By the way, can't lose my ears. Um, you know, he's 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 eyes are big and wide. I mean, he's you know, I'm kind of trying to get away from the scene there. Yeah, and then you ended up finding, <laughs> and the I back. ended up just looking down and finding it. But the man had the Casey Kane shakes <laughs> after the race, so he couldn't even put the back. I don't know in. how to put earrings in an ear. You have you're you like have three this, daughters. Well, you like put this earring in. I don't know how to do that. You have three daughters. So I'm like, my hands are shaking because when you race a go kart, you know, your hands kind of get shaky afterwards. A little bit. And I thought I was like, I was shakes. like, you're going to have to have somebody else do this because I'm going to rip your ear, yeah. earring out of your ear. So I got I got one of the uh, cart employees who was a chick to put them back in my ears for me. All um, this has happened in one day. I mean, this is one, one day. Yeah, this I is mean, literally so dri- one yeah, day. Our eight-hour drive turned into a 13-hour th- drive. Yeah, it was the 24 hours of. <laughs> the 24 hours of Daytona. Of Daytona. And that was just Friday. So that was Friday. So we get back to the hotel. You know, we're pretty exhausted. Go to bed. Then we're gonna was gonna go to the pool. Oh, that's right. We're gonna go to the pool. pool. Went upstairs. Pool was closed. So I think we came back and watched the end of the truck race. Yeah, that uh, that junk we'll get into. Yeah. So, but you know, then we went to sleep, and about I don't know two or three in the morning. It was five. Are you sure it was five? Yeah, because I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So five <laughs> o'clock in the morning, I hear the bathroom door shut, and then I hear. Yeah. Something like yeah. this. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, are you are you kidding? Is he in there making himself throw up? What the hell is going? And then I hear the you know throwing up in the in the toilet. I'm yeah. like, are you kidding me? Because we had a huge day planned on Saturday, beach, and he comes back out of the bathroom. I walk out and all ears, dude. I'm like, dude. I'm like, yeah, man, this screwed up, dude. <laughs> yeah, because here's what happened: he went and ate that poison nachos, yeah. and then he got got the rest of it to go, and then he left it out in the refrigerator. You know, left it out to get all warm. We went go kart race, and we did that, and then you know, right before bed, you're eating those nachos, and they haven't even been refrigerated or anything. Uh, That's what did it. I tend to flip the switch. My my brain tends to come unglued in some situations. <laughs> yes, it does. That. And that and just everything that we ate and drank on Friday. I mean, I, we started off 5.30, I had a Red Bull, and then I had some mango drink, ate Zaxby's, 
drank some other stuff, went went there, go-kart race. I mean, it was it was bound to happen. Oh, bound, yeah, it was bound to happen. It didn't happen, you know, didn't happen to me. I was fine. Yeah. Well. And so, I mean, how many times did you go in there and make yourself throw up? I think I ended up throwing up like seven times. You never naturally threw up, though, correct? Well, I had to pull trigger twice. Pull tri- explain what pull trigger means for the people that don't know. <laughs> you stick your finger down your throat and you hit that little like dongle is thing. That a- and you just <laughs> is that appropriate? I mean, I mean, t- shouldn't you let your body naturally throw up? Uh, everybody needs a little assist. Oh, I, I, I admit I've done it too. Yeah. Um, but I mean, no. See, I would do it. I did it twice ugh. to to ugh. get the first one out. But after I got mm. the first one out, it was just constant flowing. After so it was that. easier. It was much easier after you pull trigger. Yeah. Yeah, it was easy for me. So, so you know, yeah. as Saturday went on, I mean, this poor pitiful soul. I needed an IV. He folks. wanted an IV. He wanted to go to the emergency room. I was dehydrated. I said, you don't even have health insurance. No. He wanted me to take him to the emergency room and get an IV. They would just bill it to my and parents. And it's like, and then he's Googling all these things, like, what could I have? What could I have? I mean, it's like, Talk about a hypochondriac. My mom wasn't helping. Cole wasn't helping. I mean, Kaylin wasn't helping. I mean, you had the stomach flu. No, I don't know. You had food poisoning or whatever. Yeah, but if you'd had the bug, yeah, but us being in the car all day together, I would. I mean, now I would admit my stomach was uneasy, Mm -hmm. but I never had anything. Um, But I mean, if you'd had a full blown throw up bug, there's no question I would have gotten that. And for those of you who have listened to us all along, you know, Cole, Cole had the bug a day or two before we left from Daytona. So I was thinking, ah, Cole ruined maybe I, our trip. Maybe I caught whatever Cole had. Cole ruined our Saturday. Rip. So basically Saturday was spent sleeping and puking. Yeah, and sending you down to the lobby to fetch me medicine and, yeah. and, and drinks. Like I'm a, I'm a nurse. <laughs> and little snacks. Running down. It's like ridiculous. Pepto-Bismol and, and what else? Uh, Advil, Advil migraine. No, it was funny. We went to the uh, to the outlets on Saturday night, and I had the Pepto Did in one. We? Yeah, Saturday. Oh. Uh, I had the Pepto in one pocket, the Advil in the other. I had a ginger ale in one hand and a water bottle in the other. I looked like. Oh, and I was like, you're carrying both these drinks in your hand, and it was a big bottle of water. Yeah. It was like, you're carrying both <laughs> these drinks in your hand? People probably thought I was, like, coming off something. Like, what like the right hell is going on here? But, yeah, what I was doing, I was taking a swig of Pepto, and then I was washing that down with ginger ale, <sighs> and then I was popping two Advil, and I was washing that out with water. So I was trying to do a balancing act, but I, I honestly don't, I don't think that helped me much. Then, you know, you felt fine. Sunday you woke up, you felt fine. But oh, then I felt great. We left Daytona, and we got in the car. I got the shakes after we and had And you're, Outback. like, shaking the whole time. Shivering. Like, you know, going into convulsions or something. <laughs> it's like, what in the hell is wrong with this guy? <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, All right, so we've cool. spent 22 minutes talking about ourselves. Yeah. Longest we've ever spent talking about ourselves on the podcast. Get ready so. for the long episodes, folks. Right. NASCAR season is in full NASCAR swing. NASCAR is back. It is back, It is baby. back. And uh, so some NASCAR nuggets to talk about. We actually have on-track NASCAR nuggets to talk about. No more, you know, who's going to be who's crew chief or whatnot. But, I mean, I think one of the big stories coming into the Daytona 500 was single-file racing. Oh. Made me sick to my stomach. And I, if we had gone down there <laughs> no and they'd run it. that 500 single-file, well, we wa- I was going to be pissed. Well, we watched Xfinity on Saturday from the oh, hotel room right. single-file. It was, was like, are you kidding me? Uh, but I, I feel like I'm, like knew all along like i don't think that'll work well the the budge uh, the clash was clash, single file single. the duels we watched were yeah. single file and it was yeah. like they this better not this better not be what happens and then we watched the drivers meeting from the track and um that jim france jim france was like why don't y'all go to the bottom and help chase and denny out yeah he's like someone please 
And it ended up working out great, but we'll get to that later. Truck race was a junk fest. Oh, my God. They always race. Lap, they always are racy in the truck race. I don't, what lap, are lap one, Natalie Decker blows up her tire. That was lap one. They had to pull her out of the car. I mean, brains come well, on in the truck race. You know, and the, the, the Xfinity race was pretty boring. Yeah, um, but the no first action. lap, Brad Keselowski's escape hatch flew off, yeah, I guess. He's driving a convertible. He had to drive with Yeah, he had escape hatch problems. Man, we saw uh, a little bit of everything, right? And some some other things that kind of happened during this during this speed weeks, uh, the documentary that came out, Unrivaled. Oh we yeah, that. I gotta Great. say, I was a little disappointed in that. Yeah, they spent a lot of time on the build up and nothing really like on the. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I was. I thought it was good though. I mean, yeah, it was I'm good. Go I saw some sight. I saw some things I never saw. Yeah. Uh, some some you know moments from Gordon and Earnhardt's career that I'd never seen before. But uh, you know, Gordon walking up to that statue at the end and crying, emotional. Basically, uh, you know, now yeah. you know, this is like him today doing that. Because you don't, me personally, I never really heard Gordon really ever say much about Earnhardt. I don't remember the rival being as as big as they. I mean, yeah, Marty I Smith was it. on there talking about how this is or. or Nate Ryan or one of them was like this was the you know all the other sports rivalries in the history of sports don't compare to Earnhardt. Oh yeah, they're talking like I don't believe they were talking about like Boston, L.A. and stuff. Yeah, I I don't believe it wasn't really a it was more of a fan base rivalry, rival rivalry. Yeah, can I say that, Connor? It was more between the fan base than drivers. And you know something else that happened in Speed Weeks happened in the 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 clash, which was Jimmy Johnson crashing Paul Menard and mm. causing the entire field to crash and then it rained and that was just a that was just a horrible race from start to finish with the rain nah, and Johnson went out to make a move on Menard because the rain was coming hit him they crashed mm-hmm. Johnson did the same thing to Bush Kyle yeah. Bush in the uh twin uh, the duels yeah and Daryl Waltrip has unleashed he about came unglued. Man, Waltrip told Gordon he needs to go down there and sit in Johnson's car and, and started putting out all these tweets like, yeah. you know, I've never been a fan. I've never been for wrecking the leader on the last lap and blah 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 blah. Yeah. Like, 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 has he looked in the mirror? <laughs> I don't. I can't speak for Daryl, but uh, he embarrassed himself in my opinion. And then in one of his pre-race picks, he picked Jimmy. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, like Daryl. I mean, he 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 really embarrassed. But himself. that was quintessential. We Darryl called Waltrip. on Fox to suspend him for the broadcast, but they didn't do it. Yeah, you called for his neck. Yeah, I mean, I I, mean, s- I said Fox should suspend Waltrip for covering the. 500. Usually, when you shoot out, Timothy has connections, so like he'll complain about his flight, he'll get a free flight. He'll complain about his phone bill, he'll get you know whatever. He'll complain about valet parking. They they. Take off the valet parking right. discount. And not the phone. Nothing with the phone bill has ever happened. But valet parking, the hotel. I got. I got the sixty bucks wiped away. Yeah. So, thanks for the free valet parking. Yeah. Hyatt. Yeah. Thank you. Um. Yeah. So he he completely embarrassed himself. Oh, mean, can we? Uh, can we take yeah. a second to uh, remember Sam Bass? Right. Exactly. We lost Sam, Sam Bass, Bass Saturday. Um, such great artwork. He always did amazing posters of Charlotte and the Winston and the yeah. 600. He would always do the cover of the, mm-hmm. the Charlotte the programs. And um, he's made some just some amazing. I think the paintings. biggest thing I learned this weekend was he actually designed the Rainbow Warrior car for Jeff. Right. And uh, we found that out I feel like there was something Dale. else in that documentary. Um, well, I feel like there was something in that documentary. Oh, we found that out from Earnhardt. What? Junior. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I that's what right. I said. Yeah, so Sam, ba- I didn't even know he was sick. 
Um, he had some kidney or liver issues. I didn't even Me know neither. that. And we were just talking about him, like, on the ride down there or something. Yeah, because we, ta- we put out a, a while ago who should be inducted in next year's right. Hall of Fame, and someone commented Sam Bass, and yeah, we kind of, like, chuckled. I did. Yeah, we kind of chuckled. Okay. <laughs> Are you happy? <laughs> so we kind of chuckled about it. But so then, I cursed like, him. But now we actually, like, you know. I think he should, should be in the Hall he of Fame. Should. Yeah, I mean, oh, you, no have annou- you have announcers you in the Ken Hall Squire of Fame. In there. Well, that was my argument. You don't have artists. Yeah. I mean, you you know, there's room for Sam Bass in there, so he should be in there. I mean, this guy designed some of the coolest race cars there ever were. Yeah. And coolest posters there ever were. I mean, I think I had one, one of his posters from like 08. Right. I feel like Charlotte, but. So we're trying to take this yeah. podcast in order of the events that happened during the week. And so what we're going to do now is take a break. We're going to come back and talk about Daytona Day, the 500. Including, I used to grow that stuff y'all smoke. <laughs> including, who said that? The, the Jesus guy outside of the Oh, track, yeah. Man, he was at Martinsville, too. Yep. We gotta, I, I, I got to write that down on my notes. Yeah, look out for him at Bristol. So when we come back, we're going to talk about Daytona Day, getting to the 500. My exclusive one-on-one interview with Dell Jr. is coming up. We're going to recap the whole race. Then Connor's got his donkey of the day, the new bit, the conspiracies are gone. For now. Forever. <laughs> They're gone. And then we'll, we'll do an Atlanta preview. We got all kinds of good stuff coming up, so we'll be right back. Crash. Travel. Hey, fans, have you got your Fuller Lead merch? Well, if not, All right, welcome back to Fuller Lead. I'm Timothy Martin. Alongside with Connor Bunn. Glad you could introduce yourself. Yep. So, Connor's feeling better. Thank goodness. What time I'm, we get up? I'm like four forty-five. Uh, around then, and I, I'm not gonna lie. When I woke up, I was like, uh, I mean, I kind of feel, uh, I kind of feel bad. But after I like, after I like got up and like brushed my teeth and stuff, I felt fine. You didn't even get a shower, did you? No, I showered the night before. Yeah, I mean, to me, you'd have to. I mean, if you're not feeling well, get a shower. That normally makes you feel better. Yeah, I showered the night before, like Saturday night. Uh, yeah, but you so. should have showered the next day. Yeah. Um. So we had it was about an hour and twenty minute drive from Jacksonville down to Daytona. Yeah, weather's perfect. Oh, perfect weather, race conditions. Per, we say that as we're red as tomatoes right now. Yeah, I'm burnt. I'm peeling. Skin's falling off of me. Um, perfect race. So conditions. we get. I mean, no, no traffic. None. We get down there, pull right in, park right in front of the track. We right parked in Target. the Target parking mm-hmm. lot, which happened to be a, just a crisp fifty dollars to park. Fantastic. Just a good unbelievable. Oh yeah, that'd be be fifty bucks. Oh here, oh here you go. Here you go. Here's your fifty. Hey, it beat eighty parking at Panda Express. Yeah, right next door, the Panda Express. Literally, I can't believe people paid eighty to park right there. Like twenty yards away, it was eighty bucks to park. So just like what in the world? Ridiculous. But we, I mean, that was that was smooth. Right outside the track, and I I mean, we got there at like what seven? Yeah, we we started walking around to the merch haulers. People. Loaded, loaded with people. I've never seen that many people that early. At and a race. then once we went back, got, it got was even car, more. I think we went into Target for a little bit, um, then got back in the car for a little bit, and then we went back down there, and it was like, I no, mean, it was it like was walking gal- in the mall on Black Friday. Yeah, it was galore, people. But um, we walked over the bridge. There's the Daytona Beach overpass. Oh man! And you know, don't get me wrong, free speech and all that, great. Um, you know, everybody has beliefs and religion and, and all that good stuff. But the, was that the same guy? <laughs> it sure it sounded, had to be. It sure I mean, like. so if you're a NASCAR fan and you've been to a race, you probably know what we're talking about. This guy with this megaphone. 
you know who's probably behind all that? Drive for Jesus, Morgan Shepard. Morgan Shepard. He's probably sending him out he there. He is on his loudspeaker standing there, ta- you know, talking to, you know, just he's preaching. And as everybody goes by, he's, you know, trying to get their attention and stuff. And, I mean, very loud. Uh, look, I mean, everybody's got their beliefs, you know. That's it's cool and everything. Like, yeah, cool. I, mean, I think someone passed it, it just smelled like straight marijuana. And then he said something. He was like, I used to grow that stuff y'all smoke. <laughs> like, started laughing and all that stuff. So I'm like, what? who are you, dude? Oh, and by the way, the shirts we picked out for the race. Phenomenal. Connor had the... Davy Allison on. Davy Allison throwback. Yep. I had the Harry Gant throwback. This yellow shirt with his green 33 skull car. And then Mike Helton, who was dressed up as a policeman, stopped me yeah. as we were walking back to the car. And he's like, you're too young to be wearing that shirt. I was, I was talking like, to me. I was like, I'm like, I'm 35 years old. I remember Harry Gant. He's like, you're still too young. All right, Mike. He looked, a, just, he looked and sounded just like Mike Helton. I swear it was Mike Helton dressed up as cop. Rent-a-cop Mike. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Hire him. So, so then we go to the Chevy tent. And... Who was the first one that came out? Jimmy? No, no it, was it was Tyler Ty- Reddick. Tyler Reddick, Jimmy, who Alex, just Chase. didn't seem like he wanted to be there. Didn't seem like he belonged there. Right. And they were like, give it up for Tyler Reddick. Oh, and, it and was then there's this drop. girl who's asking every ah. single driver that comes out, do you have high school advice for me? I'm, I'm a, a high school sophomore. Do you have any advice for me? And the guy let her ask every single driver. So Tyler Reddick can. Nobody had anything. Everybody was like, uh, I was I'm a high sorry. school dropout. Yeah, everybody was a <laughs> high school dropout. <laughs> um, and then, I mean, everybody around us just kept rolling their eyes every time she would ask oh, that question. The chick. So Tyler Reddick came out. Then Jimmy came out, which I was a little surprised. Jimmy just did not seem like himself. He didn't seem like he was ready. Maybe he was just exhausted from the week because they'd been down there for two weeks. Yeah. He seemed like he was like late for something. Yeah. Then Chase came out. Chase came out. Chase was good. Chase was great. And then Dell Jr. came out, which was a shot. Dale. We didn't even know Dell was going to be there. No, it didn't have it on the thing. And then, um, of course. That leads to, I mean, Liz Allison is was huge on the podcast. This I mean, we had Liz Allison on the podcast. Biggest this guest might yet. be our biggest guest ever. So let's go right now to my one-on-one interview with Dale Earnhardt Jr. Filmed by yours truly, Connor Bunn. Uh, Timothy, what is your favorite NASCAR throwback shirt? Favors? No, my favorite throwback shirt. I always like a lot of dance stuff in the '80s. NASCAR. My favorite. <laughs> not freaking arrived hey you interviewed a bunch of drivers at martin loved my harry gant shirt yeah he said dale jr said that's a cool shirt you got on that's a cool shirt you got on there i mean skull bandit what a moment for dale to join it's so nice of him to join the podcast too i mean he's got his dale jr down low but for him to take time 
and and join our podcast for an exclusive interview. I thought that was amazing. Yeah. I mean, they only gave me his PR people only gave me one question to ask. They said you got <laughs> one shot. You got one question. One shot. So, Don't blow it. And I I strategically asked him that question. Do you know why? Why? Because I wanted him to say something about my shirt. Well, I I'm surprised he didn't. He's big in the throwback shirts. Yeah, but I'm surprised he like didn't just see you like when he got up there and was like, "Oh, well, I was waiting." Shirt. Every everybody was all the drivers kept looking at me. Yeah. Jimmy kept looking at me. Chase kept looking at well, me. Well, because we were the only one with throwback shirts there, right? It like. And these, yeah. So, so what a great moment to have Junior um, join us, and we got done with that interview. Yep. And uh, then we, uh, we, oh gosh, we were down there at the Chevy tent for like two hours. I was oh, yeah. burning up, standing up for two straight hours. Oh my God, with all those people, we had like a oh, six foot seven Oh, it was, it was packed in. It was like sardines in there. And yeah, there was yeah. a six, seven foot guy in front of us. And seemed like people every, was body odor. It seemed like just, everyone uh, around us just didn't know how to shower except Timothy and I. And <laughs> so, uh, so then it's time to go to the track, although we went a little early. It was like noon. It was like eleven. Race, it was like eleven thirty. Race doesn't start until three, but you know, it didn't seem like it was that long uh, when we were sitting up there. <laughs> of course, no. you look at our faces <laughs> and, um, and think we're out that's there. Where, all day. That's where the sunburn came from because yeah. the sun went down below the stands. But yeah. my, I felt like we were walking into a mall. You walk up, you go up these escalators now at Daytona. That's so great. That these huge those. escalators, so and great. then you get up there, and there's like three stories and cars, actual vehicles on every floor. It seems like. All this sit-down eating, outdoor dining, yeah. uh, fans. It was very you cool tell up there. Up the bathrooms were like I would, oh, I, didn't I use would, the bathroom. I would maybe like you know, I don't know, um, actually touch their bathroom. It was the, it was clean. Would you drag your tongue across the floor? <laughs> That's the ultimate. Maybe. Test. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty clean, and I mean, just I mean, and and I had actually forgotten where our seats were. Uh, from from when the tickets oh, were ordered, like uh, so we we got to the first level, and it said we were in section four seventy five, and the first level said like one sixty five, and Connor right. was like, "You got to keep going to the right," and I'm like, "No, you, the, we're not going to walk for three hundred more sections." We ended up going up two more flights or three more f- stories to get one, to section four hundred. One row from the tip top, folks. Yeah, and got up there one row from the top, and we looked, and you could see everything. The nosebleeds. I mean, but they were the best seats. Best seats. You could best seats I've ever had in my life. You could see oh, no everything, and the seats were actually comfortable. There was oh, yeah. plenty of room. Yeah. And so you know, we watched the drivers meeting and and all that stuff. The who was there? What uh, singer was there? I can't. Oh, remember his name. Jake Owen. Jake Owen was there doing some singing, and uh, I thought it went by pretty quick. And then it was then it was race time. You couldn't hear any fans though. Whenever they called a driver, mm-hmm. like I, you could hardly hear any cheering. Like they called Chase Elliott, and you, it, it was like there was no sound. Yeah, but it was like that for every driver. I'm right. Age. Yeah, it was like that for every driver. Like it's Mar- weird how at, the you can't hear anybody at Martinsville. They say Chase Elliott, and the place shakes. I'm interested to see what it will be like at Bristol. Right, because they have their own special little driver intro. But it was like it was so weird that you couldn't hear anybody. Yeah. And this place was sold out. I haven't been to a race sold out. In Me neither. Years. I've never been to a race sold out. So uh, that was year. That I mean, was Martinsville great. used to be sold out every time we would go. Yeah, but this was. This I was mean, this great. was huge. Hundred thousand. Yeah, I know. Is that how many people are in the stands? I would assume it seats I mean, over a hundred. Well, I remember you know back in two thousand one there was two hundred thousand people there. Uh, that's when they had the back stretch. Right. Bit, yeah. But I mean that that was great, and then. We, we were sitting right at the entrance of exit of pit road. So we were past the start finish line yeah. right at the exit of pit road. Race starts. We're crossing our fingers. You better not run single file. And man, they are double they didn't. double file. I mean, it was The only thing that messed it up was the pit stops, the green flag pit stops because it yeah. got them spread out. All the 
But it was still interesting. Right. Though. All the uh, Fords pitted together. And yeah. then and then the Gibbs and Hendrick teams pitted together, which we found out after the fact. They'd had secret meetings. They had ganged up And on had the been Fords. texting crew chiefs. And Denny Hamlin's texting the Hendrick crew chiefs. And I heard they, Denny was the catalyst for all that. Yeah. So they had this secret, you know, this secret plan to run together. And it worked out for most of the race before the big wreck. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, what what'd you think of the race? I mean, that oh was. Oh, my God. Yeah, I thought it was a great race. You know, from the standpoint of. You know, them not only being double file, it seemed like there was always there was never a one leader for a long amount of time where people were like, Okay, I'm bored. Except like, well, Debenedetto led fifty laps. Led for yeah, he led for a while, but during that like during a, that it was during that pit stop cycle where he yeah. was they were strung out and he was leading that, that brigade. Yeah, but it was good to see him run well. Right. And, and uh it, it just seemed like there was just always action on the track and you know, you never had to wait a long time for a caution or anything, and there was always something, uh, something either going on over in turn two or something going on in the trioval. So, like, and first caution came out, Corey LaJoy messed his face up on the front of that car. Yeah, it just his tire. <laughs> then Kurt go. Busch debut with Chip Ganassi Racing didn't go too well when Richie no. Sinhouse said, "I'm not breaking for you to come in in turn one." No, spun just... him out and took out Bubba Wallace, who then got mad at the guy who hit him from behind. Tyler Reddick. So, you know, that was yeah. that happened. Yeah, that happened. I mean, I thought the race um I mean, I thought, I thought, the race, I thought it was great. Right. And you know, it was it Jimmy ran I, I, of course the big wreck happened. Yeah, the big the big one. And was that the first red flag? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, and I I wish that Jimmy had not been taken out because he was running up there. I mean, no, Jimmy's wreck wasn't a red flag. The pit road wreck. You're right. Yeah, the pit road wreck happened before that. Uh yeah, the first red flag came like like with I think um, like 10 laps to go. When Kyle was leading, they stopped him on the back stretch. No, no, they red flagged it because I kept thinking they were cutting Eric Amarola out of the car. Oh, yeah, maybe so, that was more than 10, 10 to go. Yeah. But, I mean, from a Kyle Busch fan standpoint, I mean, it was everything I could ask oh, for. I think Kyle did everything. everything. He raced that race perfect. Perfect race. I mean, everything was li- lining up for me to see it happen. All right, hold on. <laughs> hold All right, on. Hold my horses on this one. So... Back to Jimmy Johnson, who's up there really racy, running. I mean, he was back, well. right side by side with Byron. Him and Byron had a great battle for Bowman, the lead. Bowman was running like right there Bowman with him too. Yeah, they had a great battle. Chase kind of just did. I mean, I don't know if Chase was waiting. He seemed like he was he going seemed, with the cautious approach. Yeah, he, he was, and and he got you know caught up in like multiple wrecks after they got in the big Finally one. They got, got caught knocked out. Running, he blew up. Yeah. But the Jimmy Johnson wreck. I mean, Jimmy's coming down pit road, and this car flies in sideways from behind him and gets hits Jimmy in the gas tank and gets airborne, goes off the ground. I think it was a 96 and, and 52. They were both – one of them was coming to pit road, and they didn't signal for it, and they he spun into the him – or the 52 spun into Tyler Reddick, and Tyler Reddick – was sent ablaze into uh, Jimmy Johnson. I mean, just, just so like, Jimmy's just minding his own business. All of a sudden, this car just pounds. Just a bonehead in move. the rear end. Yeah, but the fact that he still finished tenth, tenth with that. Well, was that's like because of all the big wrecks. Top ten. I mean, yeah. he didn't lose a. He he lost two laps. Made them both up because yeah, of the yeah, they held him two laps. Yeah, they, they held like, him two laps because something they had happened. Like, they had like sixteen men over right. the wall. And speaking of penalties, Kurt Busch after his wreck, I don't know how many penalties he got. I can't imagine. You listened to Radioactive. Was he on there at all? Uh no he was, he was but he didn't say anything brash it was just kind of like oh well that that sucks that was oh, my fault yeah, man so he's I pretty mean. calm uh <laughs> radio sweetheart Michael McDowell three laps in the race he's calling someone a wanker I don't know who I think it was Joey Logano he was like he freaking took me three wide every chance he got so the race continues and I mean and you know it's getting down to the end Connor is starting to bounce 
He's starting I'm to pace back and forth while this guy two two seats uh, down probably left about four hundred times to go pee. Biggest racing pet I've never seen anything like leaving. Oh, and people leave. I mean, the amount of people with ten laps to go when they red flagged it, even three laps to go, everybody's just leaving. It like, was, what are you doing? It was as if a church service just ended. Yeah, well, it was as if Dale Jr. had just wrecked. Yep, they're like, oh, we're done. I mean, who comes all the way to the Daytona five hundred to Pays leave with ten laps to go when the racing is good? Yeah. It was single file. Okay, whatever. Racing was great. And by that point, it was dark. It was getting a little cold. Yeah, getting a little uh, My chilly. neck was burnt, blistered. And I was holding my arms. They were all burnt up. I had to pee. I was pacing back and forth. I was like, this is the day. And this, this is the day. This is, Connor had been saying for months. months. Kyle Busch is Kyle winning Bush is the Daytona 500. Kyle's going to win the Daytona 500. Kyle's going to win the Daytona 500. I could just play it over and over and over and over. And I, <laughs> I, kept, saying, I kept saying, don't get your hopes up. Don't get your hopes up. Because I didn't want this to, there to be this huge letdown, and the rest of the trip be ruined. And I was really pulling for Kyle Busch because I, I wanted to see because Chase had already wrecked. Nobody else up there. I didn't want to win. I didn't want Denny to win. I didn't want who else? I didn't want Joey to win. Even though I, I picked Joey, Brian um, Priest. Yeah, I, I didn't want him. Uh, so yeah, I was I pulling know. for Bush because you've never been to a race where your driver has won. Never. I have with Gordon. Um, yeah. But Gordon wasn't your driver when he won Martinsville when you were there his last. Uh, I was pulling for him, but I was more accomplished. Maybe. Right, and Jared has been. Jared has won. A no, yeah. uh, I've been to a couple races that Jared has won. And what is that like? Oh, it's great. I mean, well, I mean the Gordon race. I mean, I was just that's oh, probably I, one of the most excited. I've I was been excited at the end of the race too. I mean, but that was it, it's yeah. great. I mean, it is it is great. I mean, imagine. Him winning at home times 100. It's got to be the ultimate feeling. You're so, like, I'm here. Yeah, I mean, this. I was beginning to wonder, what are you going to do if he wins? Oh, I, mean, I told I you, I savored a water bottle. Just Yeah, I mean, he was going yeah, to spray everybody with a water bottle. And it's like, but the thing that pissed me off was they kept playing the teammate thing, and they kept letting each other in on the restarts, and Kyle yeah, would know, let Denny in, Kyle would keep letting Denny in. Yeah. But to prevent the Fords ganging up on them, I think that's what they, they had to do. didn't have to, to worry do. about that because Michael McDowell was there. He wasn't going to help the Fords anyway. Yeah, well, little did we know that he didn't want to help. Yeah, so white flag comes out. Bush is in second. Or the green-white checkered comes out. Yeah. And, you know, it, it started okay. It looked like it was going to be okay. And then Bush didn't have a lot of help. Logano made a move. Yeah. And McDowell didn't help Logano, went up there to try to help Bush, Bush but there wasn't a enough. monster run on the back yeah. straight. And I was like, it's uh, happening. It's happening. <laughs> And it didn't happen. No. And, uh, second. Second. His best finish ever in the 500. But I wouldn't even, like, I wasn't pissed off about it. Because, for one, Hamlin won for the whole J.D. Gibbs thing. I thought that was great. And the I, number 11 that J.D. drove. Yeah, and I I mean, I got to take a picture with Hamlin one time when I was a kid. So that was kind of cool. And I'm not against any Hamlin. So I think that was kind of cool. And I never saw him win either. I am against any Hamlin. Uh, yeah, you don't like Hamlin. Um, and then Kyle ran second, but ran a... Damn near perfect race. So like it was everything I could have asked for. We just came up a little bit short. So, but I think that fuels this fire even more. So, I mean, I wasn't even really disappointed like that. I was just like, it was just a bummer. Like, dang, we did every single thing right to win this race and didn't win it. Didn't so, win it. It's all good. Maybe though. next year you won't say Kyle Busch is going to win it. Kyle Busch is going to win it. Kyle Busch is going to win. I don't it. know. I feel like that helped. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. All but, right. But, well, you, hey, know. you know, you go to Daytona to win. You don't go to run second. So, Denny Hamlin wins the Daytona 500 for the second time. Ties Del Jared and wins. And Michael Waltrip. 
not in no in wins total wins. Oh, oh. Uh, Kyle Busch is uh, Jarrett's won three Daytona five hundreds. By the way, thank oh. you very much. Kyle Busch was second. Eric Jones, JGR top three. Wait, two, what three. was wrong with Truex the whole race? I still haven't figured Dude, that out. He ran know. in the back the whole race. I don't know what went wrong. Yeah, with I don't know what's Cole going on. And, I mean, that was quintessential nineteen. Over right. Last. Um, I don't know what went on, but he got he he ended up getting calls in that first junk, didn't he? I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. With the Benedetto, so. Joey Logano was fourth, Michael McDowell fifth, and Joey mad and pissed off that McDowell didn't help him. And Michael said, I don't get paid to push Joey Logano to the win. No. Ty Dillon was sixth. Kyle Larson, who wrecked a number of times, he ended up seventh. Ryan Priest was eighth. Jimmy Johnson makes two laps up and finishes ninth. Ross Chastain was tenth. I mean, Chase Elliott, who blew up after three or four wrecks, finished 17th. I'll take it. But uh, his stage points got him up higher in the standings. That's good. So hey, stage points matter, man. Um, yeah, I mean, Brad Keselowski spun out on his own in that race. Remember that? I mean, yeah, he yeah. had a flat, so and then like, he couldn't. He was on Race Hub the day, and they were talking about it, and he had like a flat. But the problem was he couldn't get it cranked after that, so he had to like bump start him. Bubba Wallace, the Cinderella story last year, finished thirty eighth in the Daytona five hundred. Yeah, Truex was thirty fifth. Yeah, I think Truex will be a lot. Kurt better. Busch got all the way up to twenty fifth. So. Perseverance, wow. perseverance. <laughs> so before the race happened, and and um, you know, great race, amazing, great kickoff to the season. So you wanted to rate the race, yeah. So you, what do you? What's your rating here? Out of what? Uh, out of ten. Ten, out of, ten being perfect race, one being absolutely Taldega last year. I give it a nine point four. Point five off because Kyle 9. didn't win. Point one because I did not get to meet Haley Deegan. That had nothing to do with the race. We're talking about the Daytona 500. She wasn't even going to be in the Daytona 500. No, but I was hoping she could watch it beside me. Oh, sh- so I was looking for her all day on Sunday. I was like, we have to go to the Toyota. Toy- <laughs> we got to go to the Toyota stage. I have to meet Haley Deegan. And uh, I didn't see her. So 9.4 for the race. Seriously, I, I don't a great know about race. all that. Um, I mean, I'm going to say prob- I'm going to say one reason why I'm not giving it that high of a score is because we didn't have a, you know, they weren't coming to the line side by side like no. Truex and Hamlin. No. There wasn't a last lap pass for the lead. There Almost. was none of that. So I'm going to give it s- seven and a half. That's fair. I'm going to give it a seven and a half. That's fair. Before the race started, and we're going to do this every week, we'll make our picks for Atlanta at the end of the show. But Connor and I made our picks for the Daytona 500, and we're, we were each week we're going to pick three drivers. Um, Connor got to pick first. This so could get messy, folks. This week I get to pick first. Yeah. And Connor doesn't know who I'm picking. I don't know who he's picking. I don't know who I'm picking. But you can't pick the same driver that I do. So when no. I give you my list, if one of those is on your list, you got to take it off. But we'll add up the points from all three drivers, and then we'll uh, tally them up each week. Okay. So for the Daytona 500, you picked Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson, Paul Menard. Paul Menard. You add all those points up, and it gets you to 94. 94. That's how many points they had. I picked Joey Logano. I picked Ryan Blaney. And I picked William Byron. And luckily, stage points helped a lot for me yeah. because they didn't all, they didn't necessarily finish that well. Joey did. Joey, Joey finished. But Byron and, and Chase, no. Martin off to an early lead with 104. I've got a 10-point lead on you. It's a marathon, not a sprint. 10-point lead. I am marathon. dominating this season already. Easy now. Dominating the season already. Note that we we did not put any Heat Three update in here, but uh, we started a new Heat Three season, Heat Three season with the 2019 update, updated package on it. I drive the 21. What do you drive? What car? Do you, I think you drive the. No, not the. Am I back in the nine? 
You are back in the nine. Yeah, I'm back in the nine. And Bunt has won the Daytona 500 yeah, I think and Atlanta. I think we're going to start that season over. No. Because now that this season has started, I think we should run in sync. We just started it the yeah, other but that day. Was like the other day? No, I was like two weeks ago. I feel like we haven't raced in two weeks. It's like Tuesday. <laughs> so, yeah, we might need to start that one over because I don't know what's going on. Yeah, well, I'm off to two wins in a row. <laughs> yeah, Daytona sucked for me. Yeah. That was a horrible race. Um, so yeah, I'm leading and Denny Hamlin got the win. And this leads us to another question before we wrap up this segment. Couple questions involving the Denny Hamlin win. Number one, does that make him Hall of Fame worthy? No. Number two, does that solidify him at Joe Gibbs? We've been talking for weeks about how Christopher Denny Hamlin's going to be the oddball out. Christopher Bell is going to replace him. And now I see that being a problem. That's an open question for me. I feel like I have to see a little bit more out of Denny Hamlin and Chris Gabehart before I can make that judgment. Yeah, but I feel like Gibbs has such a connection to Hamlin now because J.D. picked him. It's J.D.'s number. Then he got the Daytona 500. No, I feel the same way, but, you know, it is a cold business. They did let let Brett Moffitt Moffitt walk after he won the championship. So so. I'm going to say that I'm now going to go to – um, Eric Jones being on the hot seat. Really? Yep. After finishing third? <laughs> okay, one race. And I know Denny won one race, but it was the Daytona 500. And But, yeah, one... Uh, note that Note that. Uh, for us to talk about, like, mid-season. Like, after Daytona in yeah. July. Well, we'll it's going to be... It's going to be... It's going to be coming because Bell is going to be in a cup ride next year. Uh, has so to be. It's, and it's, so, it's got to be He's coming. either going to be in the one car or right. the 11. So, in my opinion... So we'll talk. Well, that's an open question we can debate later. So on. Hall of Fame, you don't think he's worthy of the Hall of Fame yet? Mm, not quite. So yet. he's got two Daytona 500s. No. I think I read he's got two Southern 500s, maybe two Southern 500s. What was yeah. it? Two 600s or no? I don't think he has two 600s. I think there was he, a two. There was another race that he's won twice hmm. that was mentioned. Um, Interesting, but never won the championship. Finished second in the points. Has thirty something wins. I don't know, man. If they're going to consider Greg Biffle, then they yeah, might well, as well throw his right. name in the pot. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, uh, you know, if Denny Hamlin retired today, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's it. I mean, I, I, I don't want the Hall of Fame to get to, like, everybody be, that starts gets in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you it's get like, a nominee, what, and you yeah, get a nominee. I mean, nominee. they should put yeah, a, you, you know, nominee, they don't have a podcast bro. in the Hall of Fame. We should be in the Hall of Fame. They have a studio in there. That's where oh, I know they have a studio. Last, last case the actual to. Hall of Fame, the the – uh, you know, the uh, whatever. Were we going to debate who should make it or not? Me or you? Uh, yeah, me or you. I should be in the Hall of Fame before you. Uh, Yeah? Yeah, thanks. All right. I'll be in there one day. <laughs> me? Me? Uh, okay, so, uh, great trip. Got to interview Dale Jr. Love my shirt. Dale Jr. joins the show this week. Connor threw up all over the place. Yeah. Um, so that was Daytona in a nutshell. Man, can't wait to talk. And about the drive home. Then we went home. Drive home was just smooth. Yeah, it was pretty smooth. Uneventful, smooth. Nothing really happened on the drive home, did it? No, no, no um, nothing at all. Stopped and yeah. got some Taco Bell, and uh, yep. you scratched a couple lottos. One right, like fifty bucks. One seventy-five bucks. Seventy-five bucks. Well, there you go. Well, I think I got a ticket in every state. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you, finally, one on the way home. Finally, one the way. Made all, made all the money we back. Were, yeah, but. I kept going in. Yeah, in and out. I mean, we were at that gas. It took him five minutes to pump the gas. We but we were there for twenty minutes because he kept going in and out, 
I mean, I bet they're looking at you like, man, this guy's got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got all a serious right, problem. All right, so uh, coming up, it's the donkey of the day. It's the moment it's we've It's Connor's new for. segment, and uh, that'll be happening right after this. Crash! Trouble! You're listening to Follow Lead with Timothy Martin and Connor Bunn. All right, welcome back to Follow Lead. And normally we would do Connor's conspiracy during this segment, but so, that, sorry was to you who that was canceled. Don't like that. Um, Gabe, did Gabe like it? We haven't mentioned Gabe in this podcast. Gabe? Remember we had him on last last time when we did the from Gabe? Chicago. Yeah, yeah, we haven't heard from Gabe. I haven't heard from you in a while, man. Gabe, uh, our number one fan. So uh, you know, Jimmy wrecked out of the five hundred, or you know, or got wrecked. I don't think Gabe has. I don't think he was too happy. Been about on that. social media since. No, he's taking a break. <laughs> so uh, it's time for Connor's segment, and uh, time for me to say, Connor, take it away. <laughs> Donkey of the Day, Sunday, February 17th, goes to none other than, drumroll please, Tyler Reddick, you dumbass. Me? Me? Tyler slid, Reddick. Slid down pit road at an astonishing 140 mile an hour and just blew through Jimmy Johnson and a couple wow. other people, spun Ricky Stenhouse. But I have two Donkey of the Days. Oh, this two week. now. The other one goes to all 30 people who were around us at the race, stood up and left <laughs> with 10 laps to go. <laughs> Me? Me? Donkey of the Day, that's who it goes to this week. So that's Donkey of the Day, Sunday, February 17th. Yeah, it was the 17th. Was it? Yeah, it was because the 18th was Monday in Earnhardt, you know. Oh, so yeah. Uh, we, what is it, the 18-year anniversary of the death of Dale Earnhardt? Yeah. yeah. Big rip. Big um, rip. So uh, just uh, let's rewind a little bit because this was your first Donkey of the Day segment and you didn't really explain what that means. Well, I explained it on the last one. But anyways, <laughs> I'll, I'll go into that again. Donkey of the Day goes to the biggest jackass on the track of the day. And uh, so pretty much self-explanatory. I award it to somebody every week. I might keep tally of who gets it the most this year. Um, so, yeah, first one goes to Tyler Reddick, but that's going to be – I mean, he he's not going to get it the most because he doesn't run every I'm race. I'm trying to think of who else should have gotten it. <sighs> They're really that one. Who caused the big wreck? Menard. Menard. That's who should have got it. Really? If I were doing it. That's fair. Although I, I, I like the pit row one because that was just a bonehead move. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that, that was a no, When that happened, I knew that was a no question was going to be the, the donkey of the day. Yeah, and then the fans getting up beside us. I mean, that's idiotic, too. So, yeah, that's that's donkey of the day. Look out for uh, for one coming next, uh, next week after Atlanta. So, heading into Atlanta, the point standings look like this. Uh, it's not exact from the top 10 in Daytona because we've got stage points. Yeah, and it's so, not exactly accurate as to what it will be throughout the year. What? I don't think Matt DiBenedetto will be sixth. Oh, all right. Year. He's ninth in the points, actually. Ninth. So, Denny Hamlin, hey, you don't know that. Hey, I, no, I don't you know don't that. Know. I, I have been the one that predicted, let's go back podcast and podcast about how DiBenedetto could be huge this year. Yeah, remember we were, we were about to go across the crosswalk to go to the track at Daytona? I was like, you know, I can see DiBenedetto winning this race. Yeah. <laughs> so, Man. no, but I, I like. They they might be really good here, like could be this year, next year. So I mean, he just doesn't seem like a good driver. He just doesn't have. He just doesn't look goof, like a good goofy. driver. Yeah, he doesn't look like a but good driver. But he's actually really good. That's what everybody says. Yeah, he's he's really talented. He's so <laughs> Denny Hamlin, he is uh, actually tied for the points lead with Joey Logano. So they're one. Uh, they're tied for the for the lead. Yep. Kyle Busch is in third. He's seven back. Stenhouse Jr. is fourth. Thirteenth back. Eric Jones fifth. Bowman is sixth. Kyle Larson seventh. Jimmy Johnson eighth. Michael McDowell ninth. Ty Dillon is tenth. So, um, you know, Chase finished 17th in the race. Stage points helped him. He's 13th in the points. 
Yeah, um, be just up there. 22 yeah. back. But so that's how the point standings look as they Where's head. Where's Bubba? Uh, um, well, I don't know. <laughs> you it's don't not have a, a, not, I don't have that page. <laughs> I only printed the top 16. <laughs> There's not a list long Yeah, enough. so right now, if this were the top 16, it would be B- Boyer, which I could see. Yeah. Blaney, which I could see. Chase, which I can see. Ryan Priest in 12th. Wow. Sorry, A.J. Allmendinger. <laughs> Brad Keselowski. Mm. Ty Dillon. Uh, Michael McDowell. Mm. Uh, and then the other names I, I mentioned. In Ross there. Chastain. Well, who's not on this list? De Benedetto is not even on this list. Wow. <laughs> Jeez, where's he at? Wow. Led all led led more laps than the team has ever led, led in their whole career in yeah, him or anything. So so this week is uh is a new era for NASCAR. We've ended the restrictor plate era and now we get to Atlanta where it's probably going to be the most hyped up most anticipated race. Better not flop NASCAR. In yeah, they're going to run single file up against the wall. <laughs> The most anticipated race since I don't know when. Yeah. yeah. And they've got the, you know, they've got the cars slower. They're going to run in packs. It's going to be like mini restrictor plate racing on all these tracks. And, you know, what do you think we're going to see? Because we saw some testing what, at Vegas. Yeah, I don't know if the tests really indicate what we'll see because they were running. I mean, the tests. But they, they didn't. They they didn't seem that spread out in the test. I mean, I don't. No. I don't know that we're going to see in this package a, a five second lead for the leader. No, I don't think we'll see five-second lead at all, but I was talking more like speed-wise because the Xfinity cars were running faster than the Cup cars at the Vegas test. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I I feel like my Vegas predictions will be better after I see a race, but... Uh, you're supposed to be an expert here, and, and now you're saying you don't know. You need I, to see Vegas. I, I will admit, I don't know how this package is going to go. I think... I honestly think like the first, the top three, maybe top five cars will be like single file. But will they be able to catch the leader very quickly? Well, that was the problem in the test. The second place car couldn't get to the leader because like dirty air and stuff. Are you serious? That's what Kyle Busch said. He said when the second place car got to the leader, that he just couldn't get around him because of the air, how the air worked out. So So nobody will be passing in this race. But that was a test, and they might have. So you get in the front, uh, yeah. So nobody can pass the leader. Yeah, it'll be just like last year's Atlanta when nobody could get by Kevin Harvick. Start the pole. Start from the pole. You'll you'll lead every lap and pull a Jeff Burton at Loudon. Yep. Just win the pole. It puts puts more uh, man puts more juice on winning the pole. So. So who, um, let's see, you got to pick first last week for yep. Daytona. Yep. So I've got my three picks for the Atlanta race. Let me hear it. Brad Keselowski. Should we write these down? I've got mine written down. Brad, and we'll put them out on Instagram, too. Write um, mine down so I remember. Yeah, so write them down because we're going to put them out on Instagram, you know, soon when this podcast comes out. All right. Uh, Brad Keselowski. Okay. Chase Elliott. Okay. Kevin Harvick. That's a good three. That is my three for Atlanta. Oh man, I'm gonna do this live. I didn't really even think about uh, it. Yeah, we're doing it. We're doing. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Me, me. Uh, all right. So Connor's had uh, plenty of time to think about this. So and typical you, Connor. He's uh, coming up with something at the last minute. And brain came and glued. So you got Chase Elliott, Brad Kozlowski, and who else? Kevin Harvick. I already forgot who I picked. Um, it happened like ten seconds ago. Wow. I'm gonna go Kyle Busch. With Kyle last week. So we are picking the same driver. You can pick the same drivers. Okay. Or else by week eight we'll be picking Ross Chastain, well, that's why BJ got, McLeod. No, you, you, no you, could pick Kyle, you couldn't pick Kyle this week, but you can pick Kyle next week if, uh, if you didn't do it like that. No, we can do it. Um, but as long as you don't pick them. I'll go with Kyle Busch. Right. Yeah, you can't pick my drivers. Kyle Busch, Joey Logano, and 
Let's throw a wrench in there for third. Let's go with Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson. So you went with Bush and Larson at Daytona. Back-to-back weeks, baby. Kyle and Kyle show. Well, you're not picking them every week. I'll make a rule against that. No. I don't pick them every week. I'm not going to pick Kyle Larson at already damn like Martinsville. already being cheated. When you're having the points lead. I got a 10-point lead. Exactly. So, so stay tuned uh, the whole season to see how this goes. This should be interesting. Uh, it should be fun. So the points gap right now is 104 to 94? Yep. I've got a 10-point lead. Awesome. So we'll see how that goes after Atlanta. Yeah. So. Explain to me how the Atlanta race is. Why don't you explain to the listeners how the Atlanta race is going to go? <laughs> I think it's going to be, I think they're going to leave there and they're going to say, we've got a little more work to do. Yeah. I think this is um, a work in progress. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be... We're not going to be like, wow, this is amazing! And I think you're going to see, and I said this all along, I think you're going to see like the teams are going to figure something out and it's going to cause a... It's going to cause it not to be what everybody thought it was going to be just because the well, yeah, teams have yeah. figured out the rules and they, yeah, you know, they're making right. adjustments and stuff. And I think at the end of the day, at the, you know, I think, I think a month in, it, to won't, this, it won't even be, it's going to be like, <laughs> this is, this is, this is exactly what it's always been. You know, this yeah. is, this is, you know, what's changed. Well, I think, I pe- think that's a very real possibility. I think people are expecting the all-star race. I, I see. I don't remember the all-star race that much. What I want to see is three wide racing across the whole Jesus. track. I want to see pa- I, I like pack racing. I like restrictor plate racing, and I would love to see that at, at all the tracks, the drafting and all that. I I, I love that type I of. I like racing. it. I don't know if I would like to see it at every track, but are we going to start to see big ones at the tracks? Maybe, but with the reduced speeds and how it depends how people run. It depends how people run and like because I don't even know if they're going to sail into turn three wide open or if they're going to let off. Uh, Especially if you're running Well if they're a, running slower They should sell it in wide open Yeah but I feel like there's going to be Parts of the track Where you have to like Let out like into the corner And stuff But that's going to be so Weird with them running a pack Because you're running a pack You let off a little bit more Than the next guy And he runs in the back of you And it's a big one on lap two So Very optimistic to see It's going to be a work in progress I, I don't think we'll see I think we're going to see Constant changes with it You know honestly Since they're <laughs> Since they're running He's gotten wound up since they're running the, they're coming out with a new motor after this year, and stuff. I think this is just kind of like a, like a sit in place type package for next year's or for 2021s when they come out with the new body, because they are coming out with a new motor. I mean, next we got year. we got a new motor next year, new body next year. New sca- I mean, when no. are we ever gonna have anything the same? The more things change, the more they stay the same, my friend. Can we say a big shout out to Connor's grandmother who's been dying for us to get back into the studio and record a podcast? She got us two two new subscribers the other day. Yeah, I mean every time uh, we were in there were our Daytona, people. She kept asking, "When are you doing the podcast?" When yeah, you... and we do need to apologize to the fans because we had every intention of doing the podcast down at Daytona, but Connor screwed that up when he started to make himself throw up. I mean, it's like we crossed the state line to Florida, and then wrenches were just thrown in our plans, yeah, and left and right and stuff. So we intended it. It was out of the good intention from of our heart, but uh, just didn't know what was happening. But I'm glad. It feels really good to be back in studio. It does. To be talking uh, to a mic. Even though Connor was upset that there were a lot of chairs when we walked in. And it's yeah. like Connor this thinks is, this is his studio. This is a two-by-four studio, and there's one, two, three, four, five, six chairs in here around this small little table. we got an acoustic guitar sitting over here. The TV isn't here so I can look at myself the whole time. I mean, this is an atrocity, folks. Alrighty, well that is going to wrap up our first show back in the studio in a few weeks. Post Daytona 500 show. Had Dale Earnhardt Jr. on the show. 
Will that be edited out? That will be beeped out. Yeah. We just got a beep. <laughs> um, I mean, could we have gotten a better show than this? I no, mean, I think it was a great show. I don't, I don't think we, we could have. So um, next week we will recap what happens at Atlanta. That's going to be. I think next week's going to be a big show because we're going to see. We're going to be able to finally talk about this package and actually see it on the track and digest it and break it down a little and bit. And so we're going to spend a lot of the show next week doing that. We're still. Uh, we had to reschedule our interview with Quinn Huff. Um, yeah. who's going to be driving for the Spire Motorsports team, number this 77. Weekend? I don't know. I don't remember. But we're going to get him on the show in the next couple weeks, and um, that'll be the next driver that we have on. But we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Thanks for all the support. Podcast is going great. Numbers continue to climb. We appreciate you for listening. The notoriety is getting a little bit bigger. Security through the airports now. Oh, that's right. We had security through the airports. I mean, people in Daytona were screaming, for the lead, for, for the, the lead, lead you for know, the lead. I mentioned to Timothy uh, walking into the race. I was like, you know, I wonder if there's people here at this race who listen to our podcast and just don't even know that we're like And I, I, I <laughs> guarantee you there was somebody. I mean, there's 100,000. There had to be. The Liz Allison one. Somebody well, had to. Liz, yeah. yeah. So we didn't get to see Liz. She was down there, but we didn't get to run into her. Nah. So it's all right. Um, but that's going to wrap up this podcast, and we will see you next week for the Atlanta recap. Crash! Travel!